Count us off, bro. Count us off. Three, two, one. My brother Brandon, he's got depression. This is the story why. Brando, Brando. My brother Carson on bass guitar, and he is a funny guy. Carson, Carson. Unmissing person happened to my bro. Unmissing person, that's the name of our show. Whoa, 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 break it down. <laughs> Woo, we're back. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Carson Crashley the Fourth. Yes, we are related. We're bros. We're bros. And this is a Brendo Man Productions Limited Series Special Serial. What are, we, what are we calling this? Oh, yeah. Unmissing Person. And this is Chapter 5. You hauling ass. No, you. Look at the notes, bro. It's you hauling ass. What does that mean? You know, it's just cooler than ass. It's you know, it's more friendly, it's more uh, fancy free. Okay. But I mean, before we jump into chapter five, you haul an ass. One sentence recap of chapter four: the nudie bin. Uh, we, well, you went streaking, and I was in the getaway car, and we got caught. That's right. And uh, we had to go back to therapy. When I go streaking, I have a getaway car. That's just how I roll. And then I went to therapy for, well, the second time. Um, and then here we are, um, you know, back back in 2020, uh, where, we, where we last joined our hero, Brendo Man and his brother. They were packing up his place in uh, Yukaipa. It was hot as hell. Uh, the world was burning. It was 110 degrees. Uh, 113 in the parking lot, it felt like. But, you know, we're hitting the road. We hit road, you know, and we're, we're driving, you know, to Portland, Oregon. It's I looked this up. It's 1,033 miles. It's a lot of miles. And I would drive 1,000 miles. And then because we had to drive your car back a couple weeks later, I would drive 1,000 more hey, just you. to be the bro who drives. I hate that song. It's a great song. I hate it. We made a music video in video film class. Not me and you, but me and my best friend Mark and Dustin, because Dustin's always there, Brant Barger. And uh, we lost to uh, some young some young video film punks that had early access to, to Mac editing tools. They had did a goofy video uh, to that song. from I think it was the Benny and June song. Was it the Proclaimers? Yeah. We did a song to Portishead that was filmed on location in San Francisco with a video recorder that we borrowed. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, anyway, um, made me think of that thousand thousand thirty three miles. So it's a thousand miles and a Jesus age. And you did this twice in a matter of like a few weeks. Yeah. Because we, you know, we we thought, you know, we would try and sell your yeah, car. So we tried. Well, first we Blah. had to report myself unmissing. 
Yeah. Which was a little bit of a harrowing experience because... Fuck the, the police, the man. The cop was... I don't know. He was kind of... Well, he was a cop. Yeah. What did you expect? You know? Did he look like he wanted to be there? No. And this was what's so crazy. It's like we went to a police station... And it was like, uh, we're, we're closed, like, forever. At 10 a.m., use this phone, and maybe we'll send a guy to you. It's like, because can't, you can't unmissing person someone over the phone. Yeah. It was crazy. But you filing the unmissing person was wild because, uh, you know, we're filing a missing person for you in every – and so, like, we call you Kaipa. And you Kaipa's like, well, you, where are you? Portland. Me, no, Oregon. Well, it's my, it's my bro. Well, you should file it there. So we tried that, and the cops were like, "No, no, you need to tell them no. Escalate it. Tell them that you know this cop told you to, because the what we're hearing is just someone has to file it, and it can be done anywhere, but no one will file it. That's why you need to defund them. They have all these billions and millions of dollars, and no one can fucking file a report. Well, you did it. After contacting Anaheim Police Department, and why did I call them? Why did you call them? Well, you you know why. You thought maybe I was at Disneyland? Why would I think that? Because I love Disneyland. And you, this goes back to you having plans. Yeah. For suicide. Surprise is what the podcast is about. So one of your plans... Was to go to Disneyland first and then kill myself. Yeah. And so, of course, I'm going to call Disneyland because it's like, hey, look out for this guy. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, Disneyland has a lot of security. I've seen Beverly Hills Cop 3. I know what, they got underground jails and everything. They have their own police department. Well, because that was the thing is I called Anaheim and they're like, well, they were the nicest. They filed it. And they're like, well, uh, well, we'll file it, but, um, you know, you know, we're closed for business. And I was like, yeah. Well, can you still file it? <laughs> but then I was talking to, you know, Matt. Shout out to Matt. You know, we're trying to true detective this shit. Fucking go murderino and like, you know, armchair fucking crime solvers. And I realized, um, well, holy shit. Well, it's been a, he's been a few days off the grid. Uh, what about Disney World? Like they had just opened because Florida's nuts. Yeah. So I had called if Florida. Had the money that was definitely something I would maybe have done. I was like, he's not gonna take himself out before he sees the new Star Wars land. Isn't that worth living for? Maybe. Maybe. I heard it was really good. Yeah. So I had, I had called, you know, Orlando police, and I was like, hey, this guy might be driving your way. He's really sad. Um, and uh, they're like, well, you need to file this with the, you know, the secret police, which is Disney World's own police department. So I, I, had, I had Facebook friend Anthony, one of your... Uh, Disneyland, I was like, do you guys have any... Do you guys have a connect? Like, how do I contact Orlando police and I was like or the the disney world police department he was just like um <laughs> i don't know google it <laughs> no, he was very helpful he was like yeah they do have their own and so i just eventually got transferred there and um it was when they were like okay you know i talked to them and they're like well you know let me get back to you take more details down and it was 
you know, in that window where you showed up at Keith's and called. So yeah, so it was right after I reported it to the the Mouse Police was when you were found. Wow! So even Disney World Police were looking for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. We'll see how good their facial recognition is next time you go. <laughs> Look out for this guy. But that's the thing is like, you know, that was, you know, that was half of it. We had to unmissing you and we had to do that before we left on the road because I didn't want to like have like a highway patrolman just, you know, flag us. And it's like, oh shit, there's that missing person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because this car was in rough shape. What happened when we tried to get it washed? We tried to wash it to get it sold. Well, because I have a car wash. I have a busted right fender. It's pretty busted. And so we go the we go to the car wash. It's one of those like you drive through, but there's like a dude at the booth first. It's like, do you want the cheap one or do you want to pay twenty dollars more for no real reason? And 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 they didn't say anything when we bought the car wash. Yeah, we had a ticket. And then we go to give the guy a ticket. He's just like, yeah, you can't go through this thing. Your car's all fucked up. He couldn't give two shits about our car. It was all about your bumper's gonna fall off. It's gonna fuck up our, you know, machine. Yeah, but we're and he's like, we're like, no, it'll be fine. Well, he, he gave us the choice. It's like it's gonna be really annoying to get because we're on like the track. We're latched in by this, you know, like we click, click, you know, like like we're in like ski boot bindings onto that track, and he gives us the choice. He's like, so he get, he like he told us in no uncertain terms. Your bumper's about to fall off. It's going to fuck up our machine, but maybe you'll go through. And we're like, let's go through. <laughs> you just look at me like, bro. And I'm just like, by then, little sleep. It's a heat wave. And what happens next? The bumper starts falling off. No, no, no. We roll up the windows. The guy's like, all right. They, they, they don't even try and tape it up a little bit more. But then Black Hole Sun was playing on the radio. So I just like cranked it up in that Prius you know, squeeze that Prius's radio juice as high as it would go. We're listening to Black Hole Sun, won't you come? It's like, shh, and we're like, rain, 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 and then it stops. And the dude's like, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, the ride, the ride is over. Yeah, they ended it. They were like, yeah, no, we're done here, you guys. You got to get out. But get this, like, we ended up on top because it's like, well, you know, they like hosed us off. Yeah. Uh, you know, they let us go through, and they're like, you guys can use the vacuums. They're just kind of like, just leave. Just get your broke-ass car out of here. You almost busted our shit up. And so we suck a lot uh, out with those vacuums. Those vacuums are great. Yeah. Sucked up a lot of Del Taco crisp cut fries, <laughs> crinkly cut fries. What did you suck up? Just a lot of... Probably like weed dust. A lot of depression. A lot of sucked out a lot of bad vibes. And the guy's like, we won't even charge you for it. And I tried to tell the guy, I was like, hey, we're cleaner than when we started. Are you sure? Uh, so we he he refunded the entire thing and we still got to use the vacuums. Here's what I don't like about COVID world is no one takes cash anymore. So I rarely have any cash on me. I was like, I wish I could tip that guy. But it, it's a cashless society we're living in. And we had a coin shortage because of it. Oh, my goodness. And we needed coins because we had to clean. Yeah, we had to do laundry. I had to Karen up at the Wells Fargo 
in where was that was in Yucaipa in Redlands. In it was in San Bernardino. I was I pulled the because this is my Wells Fargo account. There's a Wells Fargo. I'm like I know there's a coin shortage, but how bad could it be? And I get up to the window and I'm like I need ten dollars and quarters and and the teller's like I'm there's a coin shortage. And I'm like trying to explain I'm like no this is an emergency and it's kind of like this is an emergency how so? And I'm like. Because it's kind of a good question, you know, how is a roll of quarters in emerging? It's like, I'm down, I, this is where I turn on, you know, I tap in, you know, I let the emotions come to the surface. I'm like, I, I, you know, I'm down here, my brother is mentally ill, he almost took his own life. I'm moving him out of his place, I need to get his car cleaned, I need to get his clothes cleaned, it's COVID, we're, we're driving across, you know, he's... You know, and I'm going, I'm going for it. I'm getting Claire Danes, you know, cry, cry chin going. <laughs> my my Claire Danes cry chin is so good. You can see it through my beard. That's how good my cry chin is. And I tell him, I've, and I've been a member of Wells Fargo since 2001. And this is what I, I can't even get a roll of quarters. <laughs> and, you know, my, my Oscar tier, single tier, like Denzel Washington from Glory starts coming down and there's a manager behind her that just hands her roll quarters and is like he's good so i walk out of there with this roll quarters feeling like i did it yeah man i tapped into my inner karen and i got ten dollars in quarters we were able to do laundry hell yeah hell yeah <sighs> so we're on the road now in this u-haul you were living in a Prius, got out of it, and now... We drove through the night, basically, to get out of the L.A. and out of SoCal. We just wanted to put the desert behind us. And then, because it was like, what, are we going to get a hotel room for three hours? Yeah. We just ended up sleeping, so from sleeping in a Prius to sleeping in a U-Haul with my bro... So yeah, if you're sleeping in a vehicle, it's better with company, right? But we had to have like the more car. We heat. had to have the car running so we could have the AC because it was still hot as hot as hell. Hot as hell. Kept ourselves entertained with best road trip game ever. We did some fantasy drafts inspired by uh, all fantasy everything. Shout out Portland Comedy, Mr. Ian Carmel, Sean Jordan. David Boy from Denver, they have a podcast where they just draft random shit like Taco Bell items and uh, if they were, they've drafted smells before, but it's a really good road trip game. Yeah. Well, what were some of the shit we drafted? We drafted pro wrestlers. I think that was the first one we did. Mm. We drafted fast food places. That's a money one. Didn't, but you can get personal. Um, we drafted mom memories. Dad memories. Yeah, those were fun. Shenanigans. We, the, yeah, we drafted some shenanigans. Uh, we drafted uh, Disneyland rides. Mm-hmm. I got some good ones. It's easy when there's two. You get a lot of good picks. But yeah, in in honor of the road trip and hauling ass, should we do a quick mini draft? Sure. All right, let's draft... Things you love about road trips. I'll go first, since it was my category. Uh, oh. Uh, there's no calories on a road trip. Right? 
That's one of the rules. It's like, oh, well, you know what? It's a road trip. I can have biscuits and gravy in Yolo County for breakfast, which I think we did. Yeah, eating, just eating, um, so, so mine was going to be eating on, I guess I can't. You can't, you can't have it. I took it. Eating on the road. Cause you just eat whatever you You're want. You're like, hey, what, you know, a pizza in the front of a U-Haul? Let's, let's do it. Yeah. There's no calories on road trips. Yeah. It's like, oh, what, there's a new 190-calorie Mountain Dew that's a mystery flavor? I better try it on this road trip. Yeah, there's weird gas station snacks. There's a new trolley that I haven't had. Better grab it. I'm going to pay $14 for beef jerky. Why does beef jerky get so expensive? I don't know. I wish it was cheaper. It is, it's It's like $8 for like a good beef jerky. You see like beef jerky now? Like big, big pouches are like 18 the fancy stuff if it's like a big you know a big pouch yeah but i guess you have to think of it like that's a lot of cow they've dehydrated and put in there uh so my i guess i would say um local radio stations careful what you wish for i tried to record it there was there was a local on the road trip i thought i was going crazy when i had to do the re-road trip by myself there was this there was this road trip that just sounded like a CD skipping. It was just, it just sounded like this electronica music, and it was like three in the morning. I thought like it was just some pirate radio. Just <laughs> what do you like about local radio stations? I like uh, finding like a, the local college radio because it uh, reminds me of my college radio days. Oh yeah, shout out to the Spice Rack. Yeah. And uh, and then like, weird. Brendo had a radio show called the Spice Rack where he played Spice Girls. I played lots of stuff. But, but wasn't that part of the? You're trying to deny your Spice Dome? Yeah, I played Spice Girls. So years later, when Brendo came out to me, I was like, "Dude, you had me at Spice Rack." <laughs> um. And. And then I even like the like crazy religious radio a little bit. I listen to some of that. In it, it's like the crazy religious radio is very exciting right now because though some of the I don't want to say yeah, I'll say crazy, but what we mean by that is the folks who believe that we are indeed living in the book of Revelation end times. Not that we've reached a nadir in human society and that you know you know we've destroyed the planet, but People are like if you listen to some of these hardcore, you know, religious radio. This is crazy. They they they're talking like, no, we need to revisit, you know, the prophecies and talk about this now because it's happening. Yeah. What else? I mean, when I think of road trip radio, I think of in the wire, because I've been thinking about the wire a lot. But there's you know this scene where this you know where there's a drug dealer he's like oh he's kind of leveling up and they're like well you're gonna go you know pick up you know the connect so he he's in a car and he gets outside of baltimore for like one of the first times in his life and he's like wait a minute what's happening in the radio kind of like oh i've never been this far away that the radio stations change that's how you know you're on a road trip when you 
go through a few of those. Yeah. You hit the seek, and it goes all the way around and just stops on that one Christian radio station, <laughs> Christian yeah. rock. Don't you hate it when you get bamboozled? You're like, looking, looking, like, oh, I found something. Like, oh, maybe this is, like, 90s alternative. And, and you're like, no, like, it's time out, God. Jesus, I love you, baby. Um, but, yeah. I, I, and I like, I like finding the new local station, like, Good local radio, yeah, it's still out there. And though half every most everything is like iHeart Radio or Clear Channel, yeah. Should I do one more? Should we just do one more pick? Um, sure, yeah. All right, draft. Still drafting road trips. Um, for my second pick of road trips, um. Oh, sunrises. I think like most, so yeah, most of the sunrises that aren't drug related <laughs> that I've seen. Um, something about watching the sunrise when you're driving. It's kind of like that that kind of slow gloaming up. Have you ever seen? Have you ever been driving through like the Southwest? We've seen a lot of that. Yeah. On the road trips to the grandparents from San Diego. Usually like in Arizona. Yeah. Over the desert. That high mountain desert sunrises. Because we cool. would always leave at night. But this, these sunrises are a little creepy because they're all smoky. Like, you know, last act of Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. It's some, some crazy. crazy. I mean, I'm sure for you on your way, the second trip was even worse. But yeah, it's crazy. It's for me. I listen to a lot of like sports radio, and that's how I know. Like, oh man, maybe it's time to pull over and take a nap. Is like the sports radio show like transitions from like the graveyard crew to like like, oh, it's the morning guy. I never hear the start of the morning guy because sometimes you turn on the radio and it's like, oh wow, you forget. Some of these guys have been on since like five in the morning, four in the morning. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I like sunrise um i like even though i don't always go to them but i like uh roadside attractions what's your top one well the, the cabazon dinosaurs made famous from Wee's big adventure and the wizard the wizard and very famous facebook photo that has already been referenced on this podcast from mine because we, we, we have photos of us there. California! Even though now they turn the... Now it's like a creation museum in the brontosaurus. Oh my god, that's the worst thing you could have said. <laughs> Nothing could have ruined that memory more. And there's... But there's like... Now there's like other animatronic dinosaurs. There's a whole bunch of... It's so built up now. Oh, wow. Like, you watch it like something... You like in The Wizard, it's, there's like nothing there. And now there's like tons of shit. You can't even see it from the... From the freeways, like miss it. Yeah. Then there's like the giant thermometer on the way to Vegas in Baker. Mm -hmm. They also have alien. That's where the alien beef jerky is. I've been to a mystery spot in my day. There's one in uh, it's kind of like Golden, I think. Uh, Oregon. Winchester House. Never been. 
That, that's that's bigger than a roadside attraction. Yeah, that's definitely like an, it's an attraction. That's just an attraction that you get to on a road. Aren't all attractions roadside attractions if they're not like in the ocean? I remember when we were on the way to Forest Home, there was like this like roadside zoo, and all it was was like a goat and like a dog. Yeah. I remember getting some laughs because there was some signage there. Because it had, like, the don't bother our animals in Spanish. And, like, some folks hadn't taken Spanish. Well, not everyone takes Spanish, but in California, it's a really good thing to do. But, you know, it said, like, don't bother our animals in Spanish. So it was, like, no molesta. And, like, I remember the middle schoolers, like, oh, my God, don't molest the animals. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Gin- that winds up our two pick road road trip draft but i mean yeah man we're on the road oh on our road trip you know when it's a pandemic you know the fires although they would later hadn't yet like closed down any parts of the five it's pretty wild times but in the midst of all this we're in a u-haul um and our footage is limited because we can't go through drive-thrus. Yeah. And most of the places in California are drive-thru only. Ugh. Yeah, so so we did have to order a pizza. <laughs> order a round table pizza in Wairica. That's where it was. I looked it up on the map. We you can't wa- go wrong with round table pizza in I my mind. It. I love it. I mean, it's very nostalgic pizza for me. It's got a zip. Sauce is zippy. It's, it has like that, those like almost like charred parts on the crust it's a really good pizza it's it's the last honest pizza <laughs> but i mean that's where like it was like if you were having like if you grew up at a certain time in san in north county encinitas del mar carl not del mar but like encinitas carlsbad area you had a trophy party at the round table near Oakcrest. Yeah. And I, my band teacher would take us there. We would win a pizza party if we were like, he'd give us points for shit. I think it was just his way of like, we had a pizza party every like couple months. And the whole the band would go. And that I was remember, great. I remember the first time I remember picking out a song on the jukebox. Yeah. was at that round table. The- and it was Dead Man's Party, Oingo Boingo. Why did I love that song? Maybe I saw a movie trailer for Back to School. I don't know. I remember listening to Ordinary World by Duran Duran. On that jukebox. And that's the first time I heard Enter Sandman was on that jukebox. And, like, Nirvana. like A lot of participation trophies were received there. Yeah, for sure. But from... here's the thing. Here's the thing. We were definitely the recipients of participation trophies, but we knew what they were. Yeah, we knew they were Because particip- if you won, you got a nice trophy. Yeah. And so, like, no one, no one, it's kind of like, eh. If you, if you had, if you had one of those participation trophies and that was all you had, you're like, you're like, oh, I don't want to look at that. It wasn't until, like, you won something. I don't know. It's like, we knew, we knew what they were my one real trophy was like i had my pinewood derby trophies 
that I actually I had a good like. baseball team one year. Hey, you guys won like the champion. I had a design trophy. I had some art ribbons that I was proud of. My accomplishments. But anyway. Yeah, but we ordered that pizza. Also, they're the ones that gave us those damn trophies, and now they're bitching about it. Yeah, some fucking boomers made a lot of money selling those participation trophies. <laughs> now you're giving do. us shit. For taking them? And turning them into Craftworks later? But yeah. But it was in that Wairika... We weren't even in the parking lot. We were like on the curb. Well, the first place we ate, we got to talk about this. Oh, why is that? It was a. It was the uh, on the way out. We had um, well on the day, the last day, we had uh, Dickie's Barbecue Pit in Kaipa, oh, yeah. and <laughs> the, the we woman, almost did not have Dickie's because the, the woman <laughs> who was the cashier, she was wearing her mask. In a, I've never most, seen it. Never seen anybody wearing a mask like. We've this. seen it on the chin. You the, see the chin diaper. You've seen the chin diaper. You've seen it. You've seen the nose peeker. She had her mask between her upper lip and her nose. It was like yeah, it was just in between, so it wasn't covering her nose or her mouth. It was just there like a like a mask stash. It's like what the. Do you know reminded me of? You remember like? Do you ever? Did you ever like have a pair of shorts that like you you like just like gave yourself like a wedgie yeah like you were like put like a pair of shorts all the way into your butt <laughs> it looked like that's what it was it was like an impromptu th- impromptu thong but it flipped sideways on someone's face and that was her mask and this is like a heat wave it's you can see her face sweating you can see her face sweating <laughs> into her mask and it's like and we're at a barbecue joint yes it's a chain but it's actually really tasty but it's like it's still like okay we're about to drop 38 dollars here ma'am can you please not poison us <sighs> and she even made a comment about oh these masks are so annoying <laughs> and i'm like yeah when you wear them like that it would be annoying you know it, it's amusing to give yourself a, a short wedgie g-string it's another thing to wear on your face. <laughs> was it worth it? Was that barbecue worth it? It's pretty good. I like the ice. They have like the the BBs, the, the ice pebbles. Yeah. That stuff gets me every time. I mean, you're on a road trip, you know? Better, you know, calories don't count. This is great. Got like a combo plate. Oh, it's good. Yeah, and and then um, we I remember we really wanted Arby's, but they were closed. No clearance. They wouldn't let me in. Yeah, I was like, we got through almost not just the road trip, but the whole move without a big Creasy bro- Creasy Brothers blowout. You were on edge. But w- <laughs> when I found out that I was not going to be able to get Arby's, <laughs> you snapped at me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I was like, well, where are we getting now, Jimmy John's? Because they don't have a drive-thru, but they, and so, I mean, when, when you're when you're aiming for Arby's and you land on Jimmy John's, you have a right to be pissed, I think. I haven't had Arby's since we had it in Hollywood all those years ago. 
Yeah, when I won $500 on Let's Make a Deal, that's a treasured memory that is only made sweeter by the memory of Arby's. And I wanted to, you know, share and, you know, put a cherry on top of this awesome road trip with my bro with a delicious beef and cheddar. And yes, I'm going to mix Arby's sauce and horsey sauce together to make the most delicious sauce known to mankind. Um, but I found out that they wouldn't wouldn't fit the U-Haul through their shitty small drive-thru. And they wouldn't let my diseased COVID face in their store. I was on edge, to say the least. Yeah. I, you know, was on my last nerve, and Arby's took it. But we got Jimmy John's, and Jimmy John's is good. I don't, I don't ever want to eat Jimmy John's ever again. <laughs> to me, it just tastes like all the depression that, that, that you were feeling, to me, I ate it in that Jimmy John's sandwich. It was the taste. It was the taste of slowly driving and growing out of depression with processed meat and pepperoncinis. No mayo. What was that fight even about? Uh, I think you were yelling at somebody. You were yelling at a car and you called me. I thought you called me an idiot. But you were yelling at a car. But then you were still yelling at me, and I was getting upset about that. No, I, I probably called you an idiot. <laughs> but you tried to say you were yelling at the car. The car, well, there was an idiot car in front of me. And then it was like, maybe I just gaslit myself. Maybe I was calling myself an idiot. But yeah, no one's an idiot, except for Arby's for being closed. Yeah, and then and then I was just like really frustrated because um, I've been dealing with trying to get mental health care while on the road. I had a phone appointment over the phone, and we discovered that the doctor because it was like, oh, we'll just do the appointments over the phone, and then they can have the prescription sent to the um, the the Walgreens in Portland. Yeah, and. The guy's like, I can't send prescriptions over state lines because I'm not licensed. In this. Like, dude, this is 2020. Weed's legal in there. It's cool, bro. It's cool, bro. <laughs> and it was like, oh, shit. And then um, he was like, I need you to do this, like, come in and do blood work and all this stuff. And I was like, I can't come in. And it's like, ugh. So then, because yeah, it took a few days just to get you seen by over the phone by anybody in California, and then now it's like, well, now we're leaving California. But we got to Oregon, and we talked about it on an earlier episode. Thank goodness, Oregon or Portland. Specifically. Yeah, as soon as we got to Oregon, I was able to get on the Oregon health plan. But what was that? I mean, that was your first kind of... Uh, well, prior to that phone appointment from the front cab of a U-Haul while I was getting pizza in, in Wairika, what was that phone sesh? What was that like? 
Well, it was like the first time I talked to a professional about what happened. And about what? About, like, what I had wanted to kill myself and gone missing and all that stuff. Yeah. Before that one was, I mean, when was the last time you spoke to someone professionally? Um, I mean, I'd gone, been going to therapy, but I had stopped in, like, January, February. So, yeah. In a while. But you'd have many but here's the thing, it's like you had to do that one, it took like a pre screening to get to this one, right? And then we got to Oregon. So it's like I heard, you know, like part of the one side of some but it's like and you've seen multiple therapists, so it's like you're like a first therapy session vet. I had to tell the same story like over and over and over again. Cause I had to talk, yeah, because I had a pre-screening. That's right, I had a pre-screening while we were still at the house, while we were packing up. And so I had to tell everything to that person. And then I get I get the, I finally get... It's like you're an open micer working on your act. And then I get an appointment with the therapist, and I had to tell everything to him. And it's like your showcase. Yeah. And then, like... And this is like your TV special. What's the, Do it for me. I'm, <clears throat> I'm the doctor. What do they usually ask right off the bat? Well, they asked, like, have you had previous, um, have you ever, have you ever uh, been to therapy been or therapy been hospitalized? Before, hospitalized before? Yes. I've, Tell me about that. Well, I've been going to therapy since, on and off, since I was 12. Well, why was that? Because I was feeling depressed and sad at school. Were you medicated at that age? I was on Zoloft. Oh, wow. And you were how old? Twelve. Did they ever do shit like that? <laughs> but then, um, and then they asked me, like, uh, and then I have to talk about when I was at Link Care, and that's a, that's a whole episode when I, after China, I was at a residential oh, yeah, facility. It was a residential facility. I guess it was a sanitarium. It was... Whatever. It was Hotel California. Yeah. In lovely Fresno. Spring Break Fresno. <laughs> and that's an episode right there, Spring Break Fresno. Shout out to Judd. Yeah. Um, so, um, and then I have to talk about when I got 5150. That's an, There's another episode right there, and I got 5150 after this. So you should tell them all these stories? Yeah. Just tell all these stories about all this shit that happened. What's your favorite part to retell? I don't have a favorite part. You got to. There's got to be a part where you're like, oh, this is a good, they're going to love this. Well, getting 5150, because that's like, oh, yeah. That's your closer? Because that was like a big deal. And then, and then they ask you about suicide attempts, and I had a few of those. What's the weirdest comment you've ever gotten about after you've dropped one of your suicide attempts? anecdotes they ever they ever give you like a weird response just like wow you got a wow i've gotten wow you've gotten wows you made a therapist cry yet uh yeah what uh, it was like a lady it was like a it was like an intake nurse what does her being a lady have to do with it i was just saying who was it? the nurse could be any gender bro it was an intake nurse it's 2020 she checked herself And it was talking about dad dying. Oh. Yeah, that's a sad one. 
Did you ever make them laugh? Uh, sometimes. Yeah? What are they laughing at? Are they laughing with you or at you? Uh, they're laughing with me. I hope so. It'd be very unprofessional if they're laughing at you. What's the funny part? Well, I just be like, well, I'm... Like, um, I don't want to spoil it because it's like, a, this is a good story. But like when I was living in China and I tried to kill myself, I like took these pills that I had, but they were like Chinese. I thought they were painkillers, but they were just like these Chinese herbal medicine that didn't really do shit. So they didn't really do shit. Oh yeah. Some of your attempts are like right up there with like, uh, that John Cusack ski movie. Better off, off dead. dead. He's trying to kill himself. There's the uh, I like the electric vehicle in the in the garage. It wasn't an electric vehicle. I didn't. It wasn't that stupid. It was just any vehicle that doesn't have that has a catalytic converter. So anything after like 1988 isn't gonna have. It isn't gonna produce enough CO, carbon monoxide to kill you. The firm lied to us. Six feet under. Lied. They're full of shit, man. It's HBO. That's leftist commie bullshit. <laughs> um, cause yeah, I tried that, so I had to talk about all that. In the cab of a U-Haul in Wairika, California, on the road to Portland. When it's like a hundred degrees. And the guy's like, "Well, I can't give you drugs, so see you later." Well, he prescribed them and had them sent. Cause then it was like, "Well, maybe we can just have them sent to the." Walgreens and Ukaipa and I can get them shipped from there or something. But then it was like they're $800. Oh yeah, that that's a panic. So it's like fuck. <laughs> the good news is we got you mental health on the road. There's the this... bad news is it's hundreds of dollars. And then like even the therapist was like since you're not on Medi-Cal, they're probably going to have to charge you for, like, just your consultations and shit. And, Meanwhile, our president, who paid $750 in federal taxes, gets access to the best health care in the country. Yeah. Oh, USA Today just was like, oh, and by the way, uh, it's so weird. Some of the press releases about 45's, like, COVID treatment, they're like, and he was given a cocktail of drugs from, you know, Rereberol. And then, like, three days later, it's like, hey, guess who made literally nine, $990,000 from Rereberol's parent company? The president. It's like, oh, healthcare does work. You just, you know, have to be on the boards of the companies that make the best medicine, and then you get it. Anyway, sorry, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, we're in a U-Haul. You're getting mental health. And I'm still, like, freaking out because I'm, like, we just moved my everything. My whole life is upended. Said goodbye to my best friend. Keith. Yeah. Not the lady at the Dickies Barbecue who had <laughs> the face hammock, banana hammock. Um, you remember this is what else this I can this is what else that that 
that woman at the Dickies barbecue wearing the mask between her nose and lip reminded me of. You remember, um, you remember those like funny like T-shirts or there's these weird like viral comics or any specific comic from like the you know whatever our period of youth. Remember there was one. It was the woman who had like it was like she's looking for her lost dog, but it turns out that the dog she sat on it and the dog's in her butt. Remember that? <laughs> no. It's like a, it's like an obese woman looking for a lost dog, and then it's like the neck. Then it's like oh the dog's like in her butt crack. Like when <laughs> when I saw this this woman at Dickies wearing her her face mask like that, I was like oh. It's like the dog in the woman's butt crack, but instead of a dog, it's a mask, and instead of a butt crack, it's this woman's face who was giving us food during a pandemic. I was also stressed out because we had tried to sell my car and failed miserably. Yeah, yeah. Because my car had so much damage, they were like, yeah, we can't take yeah, this. Yeah, guess and... what? If your car is in such bad shape that a car wash can beat it up, and, and and destroy it pretty much like what the guy with the car wash is trying to tell us was if we let it go through the car wash it's gonna look like the end of that bonus round in street fighter 2 where you can <laughs> just like smash the car when your car looks like that Incredible. and you owe money on it and it has over a hundred twenty thousand miles on it you're you're gonna go to the car dealership and they're going to say, get the fuck off my car <laughs> That was my roughest. That was probably my bottom, was being the guy that's like, hey, I'm here, we're trying to get this car. We're driving up to, We're driving up today. Like, we were like trying to sell the car that afternoon and then drive up. Oh, we had El Burrito, though, and that place was bomb. There was a good burrito place next to it. Did we get the burritos before or after? Before. Yeah. And then we ate them after. We ate them after? No, we ate them before. Because we ate them outside. Yeah. I was going to say. It was hot. <laughs> Again, it was hot. Was feeling good going into that. The guy seemed very sympathetic. But it was like, it's a car. You guys you guys know how to make money off of this. Just take it. Give us something. And they couldn't do it. Yeah, it was major bummer. Because then it was like, what the hell do we do? And, and then... You were like, well, we got to come back to give the keys to the apartment anyways. So I'm going to just go back and you're going to fly back down and then drive yeah, it back was bad. up. It was like we had to do that. We went from that to the unmissing person. That was a rough morning. Went to the car dealership, unmissing to you. And we hauled ass out of there, dude. But that was why I wanted to get out of there. After the car... I was like, we need to haul ass out of here. We need to get you out of the desert into the green embrace of the Pacific Northwest. Yep. So then we took, we got here and um, left everything in the U-Haul for a day because we were tired. And then we took most of the stuff into storage. And moved a bunch of couches. Oh, we did couch roulette. Because we had your old couch, two of your old couches. One of them went to the homeless people down the street. Another one went to Mabana. Yeah. Shout couches out went to, to some good home. Shout out to the homeless people across the street. They lost a member of their tribe. 
But yeah, couches. We got 500 couches. But now we have my... So there's a piece of home in the living room. This is my couch. It's a great that couch. That was the first thing. I got to Ukaipa and I was like, hey, if you're coming up here, sweet. We've been wanting a sectional. Yep, it's a nice sectional couch. But yeah, man, we did it. 1,033 miles. Yeah, and then you did it all over again by yourself. I don't know if I could have... I wouldn't... I, I drove across the country solo, and it was okay, but it's it's rough. You did it too. Yeah. It was easier. I, I remember driving back in the Prius, going through some of the winding winding roadways. I was like, how did I fit this U-Haul through here? Holy shit. <laughs> but it's good. It was good prep because, you know... I'm gonna be going on a road trip for two weeks. Yeah, you're you're RVing it. RVing it. I want to check in. But man, that's. Can I call you from the road? Sure. Yeah, you can call. And we can. Or... Can hand you over to my co-pilots. But that was you hauling ass, chapter five. Still alive, still feeling good. I like to uh, sweeten, sweeten the the landing. Uh, let's do some fun seggies, some fun segments. Bad dad, rad dad, I'll go first. I'll be providing the bad. This is the bad dad. Happened tonight, bad dad. Sometimes your kid is like, this is bad. It's like you realize, oh, the kid's going to sleep. Oh, kid didn't brush its teeth. <laughs> but then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. They're all baby teeth. Those teeth are going away anyway. So I think we'll survive the night. Actually, what I said was if she wakes up, I'll brush her teeth. But bad dad put the baby down without brushing the little teethies. Uh, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. She's going to lose all those teeth. It's an inevitability. Well, what um, makes me a rad dad? You you sing all those baby songs to her and you never seem to get tired of them. I get tired of them. And, and I, I don't want to do them anymore, but you, you don't seem to ever stop. You sing Baby Shark all the way through. Yeah. Because I love my child. Do you not love children? Dude, but those songs get very tiring. The way I see it, it's uh, I get I get to practice singing. I get to practice. I get to work on my pipes. You even do Baby Shark on the guitar. It's one of the first songs I learned. <laughs> Beep. Brendo shark, Brendo shark, Brendo shark. We do live music on this podcast. I don't think I think maybe this is your first one, but our intro music this is a straight shot. Live intro music into the podcast. Who does that? You do. I'm not even a musician. I do it. Anyway. Yeah. I guess that makes me a rad dude. 
Bro, what you watching? Well, I got in trouble this week. Oh, yeah. You, you lost your content privileges. You can't recommend shows anymore. Well, I was flipping okay. through Netflix, and I saw that the number one thing on Netflix was this is American murder. Why does that mean anything? Why does it? Americans, half of them, are going to vote again for Trump. America's voting, America's America's preferences shouldn't have any bearing on what's good or appropriate to consume. I don't know. It's what's hot. So we watch this. What was it called? American Murder, and it's a series on Netflix. And then the subtitle was "The Family Next Door." Don't be wrong. I like true crime. I watch true crime shit all the time, so I'm like... During 2020, during a pandemic, the last thing a new parent wants to see, particularly a new father with a one-year-old daughter, does not want to see a documentary wherein I will have to hear a confession and a dude relive the night he murdered his wife, who was pregnant with child, and their two young daughters yeah it's it was holy shit bro <laughs> it was really horrific wait a... it was the most horrific thing i've ever listened to and i've watched a lot of true crime i've read a lot of true crime books i haven't i haven't felt i haven't felt so betrayed by a movie since the bear we had to walk out of the bear as young children <laughs> oh my god because it was just a cannot handle that movie pseudo documentary of a, a bear getting picked on by life yeah but this is way worse this was a dude who choked uh and now we're talking about it have you, have you seen dear zachary i don't want to say no i want i don't want to know i don't want to hear yeah we're not recommending that well that's so that's like if you're i don't know don't it's really ugh. I, I watched Seven today as a palate cleanser. <laughs> when you're watching Seven as a palate cleanser, well, whatever's right in your then. palate is awful. You stopped it right before Brad Pitt opens the box. I knew what's in the box, bro. Wow. Um, we watched the first Bob's Burgers of the year. It was good. It was really good. I liked all the hand clapping stuff. That I liked funny. the success coach tape because I am a success coach. <laughs> no, I'm an enrollment coach. There's a difference. Um, what are you watching? Raised by Wolves. Hey, you, you watched that whole Max. thing in like two days. I haven't seen all of it. I fell asleep during the last couple, but it's great. It's got it's the future. Ridley Scott directed. It's got a plan. It reminds me of Earth 2. Because it's kind of the whole like, hey, we're repopulating. It's a lot like Earth 2. Um, no spoilers, but I mean, kind of, uh, you know, I'll just say that they, you know, one of the first shots of the series is like, oh, this is a new planet. Huh. What are those big holes? Huh. I don't think anything nefarious is going to come out of those big holes. <laughs> nefarious, what a dumb word. I think I said that on an earlier podcast. So something come out of the holes? Uh, not yet. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they're bad news because like, then like the... Well, it's the opening scene. Whatever. 
Uh, it's good. Drew me in. I like it. It's got young actors. Takes you have to have thick skin. Some people are like kid actors. Get me out of here. These ones, I did. They did all right by me. Oh yeah, and for everybody wondering, I kicked your butt at fantasy football last week. Yeah, but and now I'm getting you're kicked. Getting paid. I'm getting kicked in the butt by COVID. I'm using it to my advantage. Create a new roster spot for me. But yeah, man. That's what I was watching. Looking forward to another episode of The Vow after this. Yeah, it's getting wild. I love me some weird pseudo cults. Anyone who grew up in an organized religion should have an appreciation of cults because at one point in history, their religion was a cult. Isn't that true for most religions? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're the theologian. I learned a lot about cults. I took a, my first comparative religion class in high school. Ah, at SFC. Yeah, they had some good. They 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 had some good approaches. Was it an intercession course? Yeah, it was an intercession course. It was that actually was very educational because they actually brought in instead of just telling us about like here's what Mormons believe. They brought in a Mormon guy, and he answered every question we had about Mormonism, even about the holy underwear and everything. And uh, brought in Hare Krishnas. What did they? What did? Hold on. What did Mormon Jim say about the holy underwear? Yeah, there's a sacred garment that's where it's for married, to worn. In bed. What did he talk about? Weird. You know, being the. He's like, yeah, I'm in it for the universe. Talk about celestial wives. Nice. Yeah. I took a class on uh, C.S. Lewis. And I also took a theater class. And the term was cool. I took a, I took a class on making, on, we made a board game. And I made a, Brent and I made a trivia game. Nice. I made a movie trivia game. And I just stole all of it from Cinemania. But you did. Microsoft Bitch. Cinemania. I mean, coders share. But yeah, that's plagiarism, bro. <laughs> I used to like plagiarize Microsoft and Carta articles. I think we all did. Because that was what you did before Wikipedia. I read, it was one of those like, oh, should have, should have bought stock in this. It was like, and Carta could have bought Wikipedia or been like Wikipedia. But they were like, nah, we're going to try and squeeze some more out of this. And now they're obsolete. Yeah, those CD-ROM encyclopedias, nobody's touching those. I don't think anybody... I mean, CD-ROM drives are going away. I haven't seen one in years. Yeah, working at a school, when we got rid of the DVD drives, the teachers flipped out, because they have all these, like, what educational What am I going to do when I'm hungover? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, play a movie. Well, anyway... Tune in next week for chapter five. Six. Chapter six. Home Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone? Home Alone. We'll see what that is. We'll see what that is. Love you, bro. Love you, bro.
bro. Hey, we did it. Yeah.